Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hello, guys, and here we are again with another Truth Matters podcast, episode 76. How in the world are you today? Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode today. I want to give you a simple message. If you are a Christian, if you are a child of God, did you know that you are an ambassador for Christ? 2 Corinthians 5 and 20 says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you and Christ's stead be ye reconciled to God. We are ambassadors for Christ. What is an ambassador? An ambassador is a person of the highest ranking diplomat who represents a foreign country, a chief officer of an embassy, a campaigner, a representative, a promoter, an advocate, a supporter, and a champion. You are an ambassador for Christ. You are a representative for the kingdom of God. If you are a Christian, you represent a government and a kingdom that supersedes everything else in this world. You are a foreigner and you represent another country. The moment God saved you, you became an alien in this land. You became a foreigner. You became a person who is not of this world, but only passing through. The Bible says that we are in this world, but not of this world. And the moment God saved you, although your flesh is still in this world, you become a a kingdom citizen, a citizen of God's kingdom. Revelation 1 and 6 says, And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. You are a king and a priest. When you walk in a room, there should be something different about you. There should be something that sets you apart from the world. There should be Uh, an attitude. There should be character. There should be the Spirit of God. There should be the love of God. There should be that kingly character when you are around people in this world. You may go to the grocery store and there are sinners all around you, or you may be walking down the street and there are sinners all around you. There are people of this world all around you, but there should be something different about you that sets you apart from this world. Ambassadors are not only in embassies, but they're in corporations, sports, and other organizations. In a company, a brand ambassador is someone who represents a brand in a positive light in order to increase brand awareness and sales, making the company grow. An ambassador must be a good negotiator, have a good understanding of the culture, and a person who is trustworthy. The Bible says that we are ambassadors for Christ. Paul said in Ephesians 6 and 20, For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein may speak boldly as I ought to speak. You'll never be more bold than when you realize who you really are in Christ and who you represent. You are a representative of God's kingdom. And I want to ask you today, how are you representing him? Can Jesus look at your life and evaluate your life right now the way you act? what you do, the places you go, the words that come out of your mouth. 
Can he look at your life and truly say that you are a great representative for him? Or would he look at your life and find that there are things that you do that displease him? There are ways that you act in public that displease him. There are ways that you act in private that displease him. Can God look at your life and say that I am pleased with how you represent my kingdom? As an ambassador, it is our number one duty to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ to others. Jesus told his disciples in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is not exclusive for the disciples. Regardless of what some people believe now, regardless of what some people may teach you or what you might believe, the truth is God did not just put this responsibility on the disciples. What about all the other millions and billions of people that have come and gone after the disciples that if if God didn't call you to preach the gospel, what about all of those people that wouldn't hear the gospel? If God didn't call me to do this little podcast today, 2,000 years after he came and suffered and bled and died on a cross and, and taught the people and taught his disciples and told his disciples this very verse, if my pastor didn't preach the gospel, I wouldn't be saved today. How else would I know? The Bible says, how can a preacher preach unless he's sent? And how can one know that they need a Savior? unless they hear a preacher. This is our great commission, our great co-mission. This is a co-mission. This is a mission that God does not put on us to do on our own, but He is our co-partner. He walks with us, and He talks with us, and He leads us, and He protects us, and He is with us. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you. He's there with you as you shine your light on this darkened world, as you witness to others, as you become the light that He has called you to be. He's with you. He is the light that shines through you. But it is our number one commission. It is our number one commission to share the gospel. We're not all called to preach. We're not all called to teach. We're not all gifted with uh, talents to sing, or some of us are not even gifted to talk. Some people, it takes work, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes trial and error. Some people have to work at it, and some people are more creative than others, and maybe you're better at using Facebook. You can use Facebook to witness to people, to shine your light in this darkened world. Maybe you're a singer. Maybe you're an evangelist. Maybe you're a business person. Maybe you're, you're good at talking. Whatever talents you have, whatever abilities you have, use those for the glory of God. If you are good at something and God has blessed you with that, use that tool. Use that as a weapon to witness to the lost. Share the gospel. There's really no perfect way to do it. Just let people know. You alone are responsible for the level of impact you will make. For the, If the church is not converting the world, the world is converting the church. Jesus said in John 12 and 32, 
And if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men into me. And this is where it's at. When the church begins to lift up God again, when they begin to follow his word and obey him, when they begin to develop that prayer life again, that communication with God, learning of him, reading his word, talking to him, fasting and praying and seeking him and living for him, walking with him, talking with him, obeying him. When they begin to lift him up by obeying his word, by living for him, he said, I will draw all men into me. This is where it's at. When we get ourselves to the place where we need to be, we won't walk in hate. We won't walk in fear. We won't walk in selfishness, but we will walk in the pure and undefiled love of Jesus because we are saturated in his word and his presence in obedience to him. And when we follow him, when we're under submission to him, when we're under obedience to him, when we're submitted to his spirit, we're submitted to his attributes, we're submitted to his love, when we're close to him like we should be, when we walk with him, his spirit begins to pour over us and fertilizes us and we begin to become fruitful in the love of Jesus. The nine fruits of the spirit This is how you are fruitful. When you walk in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, meekness, goodness, faith, temperance. Against such there is no law. This is where it's at. Are you being fruitful for God? If you're not fruitful for Him, you need to break up your fallow ground and you need to seek the Lord and you need to get on fire for God and you need to get in the Spirit of God, and walk with Him. And when you do, you won't be afraid to be that witness and that light that you are called to be. Jesus came for two reasons. Number one, to destroy the works of darkness. In 1 John 3 and 8, it says, For this purpose the Son of, Son of God was manifested, that He might destroy the works of the devil. And number two, to save sinners. Luke 19 and 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. These are the two main reasons Jesus came. And this is our priority. This is our mission. is to continue fighting and destroying the works of darkness. He completed it all through the cross. But the truth is, He has left us here to finish the work and to get people saved for His glory to bring people into the kingdom of God, to deliver people from hell. And as we do that, the works of darkness are going to fight against us. They're going to try to stop the work of God in our lives. So we need to continue to destroy the works of darkness and to save sinners for the glory of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 2, Ye are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. An epistle is a letter. You are a letter to the world. And when people see you, what do they see? What do they read? The only Jesus that some people will see is the Jesus in you and the Jesus in me. Be that example. Get in the presence of God, walk with Him, talk with Him, obey Him, learn of Him through His Word, through studying His Word, submit to Him, be honest before Him, 
become more like him because the more like him you become, the greater you will impact this world for the glory of God. You are an ambassador of Christ, Christian. Rise up and become all that you are called to be for the glory of God. And everything you do, do as unto the Lord. And whatever God has gifted you with, use that for the glory of God. Let's save this world for the name of Jesus. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day. <laughs>